Hello and welcome to Fully Involved, a Unified Fire podcast. I'm Niall Easton, Director of Communication with Unified Fire. We're going to be talking about the strategic planning process at Unified Fire and and just where we're at in that and that it's coming this summer and it's going to take a lot of work, I understand, but it's a process that really helps our agency stay focused on what we need to accomplish. So joining me today, of course, we have Cam DeVogue. Hello. Producing the show. How are you doing, Cam? I'm doing well. Thanks, Niall. We have Matthew McFarland, one of our PIOs who's on the committee. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, you bet. And then we have Chief Riley Pilgrim and Chief Brian Case. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thanks. All right. So just from the top, Chief Case, how'd you get this assignment? Did did you want it? Are you you feel good about it? Did you do it last time? Just give us some background. Yeah, I did do this last time. Um, as did Chief Pilgrim. So there's a couple of uh Long time involved people. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're back again. Uh, Chief Peterson, uh, he asked me if I would be willing to uh, head this up. I told him I had a high level of interest as I was involved last time. And yeah, absolutely a great process. Um, it took uh, it took quite a while to do the last one. And here we are again. It's been three years since the last one. And it's time to uh, get everything going again and and hit up everybody on the outside of our UFA and then on all the inside employees uh, from the divisions and the stations. Everybody's going to get a chance to participate. Once you form an, is it a working group or a committee? Uh, we're calling it a work group. This okay. Time. Once you get your work group together, which I understand you have now and you've had your first meeting, how long a process are we talking about? So obviously if you work backwards from when we want this thing to be approved and sort of enacted, if you will, we're looking at a January start date from, you know, that's when we're going to want this new plan to start taking effect. So in essence, we have roughly six months to accomplish uh, the major benchmarks of this process. And we've already uh, convened our work group once. And um, yeah, uh, we've got probably three, maybe four meetings with this work group. But from that, other assignments will be made. The work group will start reaching out. We'll start sending information out to all the employees in UFA. So that's when everybody's going to get an opportunity to gotcha. participate. And Chief Pilgrim, last time you were in a different seat. What were you doing three years ago? Yeah, so last time I was actually the Wildland Division Chief. So um, so I came in at, from kind of that perspective on kind of what we're doing with the Wildland program. But I'd been in a lot of different positions within the organization, uh, you know, as a you know, field firefighter, spent time in emergency management, community services at the time, which is now information outreach, um, had done a lot of the specialties. And so kind of a, a diversified portfolio, but just put in for the committee that we did last time and was selected. And this time I happened to be over that mm-hmm. part of the department. So now it's kind of a different role and responsibility. It's, it's good to have someone like Chief Case in there to kind of spearhead this, but yeah, so my involvement's very similar. I'll still be part of that working group, but kind of overseeing and helping him facilitate the process versus kind of being in on that, that active participant level. Also be engaging, like I said, but. And I assume, I mean, being guys. part of it last time is probably really going to help you out this time for understanding what you need and how you're going to go about getting it. Yeah, and that's kind of the value of having some people who've been there before is we, we saw what went well and may could be improved upon from the last process. And having the experience that we can kind of guide these people through the the next phase of our strategic plan. Gotcha. Matthew, you, you were in on the first meeting. How'd that go? It was interesting. Uh, being new to the concept and the committee, uh, I learned a lot. It was great to see what the group previous to us three years ago had accomplished and done. And it was, it was kind of cool to see 
that one being the first one probably was a lot of work because they were starting from ground zero and understanding where they were coming from was pretty good. And that first meeting was eight hours that we had. And uh, it felt like we were kind of going through everything they'd done, maybe validating what was still worth keeping on there and changing direction in other places or changing verbiage here and there. Um, But sort of getting our feet wet as the the new folks figured out what our part as part of the committee was going to be. Yeah. Um, Tell us who's on that. If you can remember off the top of your head. Yeah, I'm happy to tell you who's on there. So, of course, Matt McFarland's on there. Um, we have uh, Chad Green is joining us. Uh, we have Captain Eric Holmes. We have uh, Mike DeGearing. Mr. Peter Young is on there. We have Chief Torgerson. Barrett, or LJ, Lajanus. Um, Kendall Perry, Nyla Benedict. Uh, Chief Fossum. And that's the work group, okay. including myself. So as a division leader, I know it's important because your predecessor, Chief Slokowski, was constantly going, hey, when are you getting these things done? These are in your strategic plan. So I, we were held as division leaders accountable for the things that we had said we wanted to achieve over that time period. Um, while I mean, Just talk about why it's important to our agency to do that. Well, one thing that was hard is prior to this, we had a lot of different irons in the fire, a lot of projects going on. Some were really to the benefit of the department. Others were kind of half started uh, with not a lot of backing or even reason to be doing them. It was just at the time, they seemed like a, a good idea. And many of those were with good intentions. But what we identified is we were just spreading ourselves way too thin. And we may be focusing on things that aren't as important to our communities as we thought they were. So the strategic plan really helps direct resources and budgeting and decision-making towards things that the community values that our organization does and things that will improve us, our service delivery, uh, make us more you know, sustainable and help us into the future. And so a lot of those projects or tasks are owned by our division chiefs and our specific divisions within the organization. Um, so it empowers them to have a say in where we're going as a department with that community and internal feedback from the organization and that ownership is a big thing. We want them to feel like they are part of that. They're part of the plan. They own it. They own their components. And we want them driving the organization forward uh, in effort to meet the, the things the community wants us to be doing. That makes sense. Um, so input, how are you gathering input? Like, is this something you guys go meet as a work group? You cloister yourselves up, lock it down. You sit in that room for months and pop out with the plan or... I know that's not the answer. So tell us about how you're gathering input. No. So this is all about making it that, the, you know, something that the work group sort of formulates. And then <clears throat> we're generating product that will end up being uh, built from the inputs of everybody. So what will happen is the work group is actually working on the architecture of several surveys right now. So when those surveys go out, either by email or by LMS, there will be an opportunity for people to provide inputs on what they feel are the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and challenges that are facing this department. Additionally, the other thing that the work group did at our first meeting is something that the other people are going to be asked to participate in too, and that is the validation or the review of our vision, our mission statement, and the values that sort of define what the UFA is. Um, after that, that analysis will be gathered from all the inputs from the internal folks, and then we're going to have opportunities for our stakeholders or community members at two <clears throat> to attend two meetings. And we're, we're looking at um, redeveloping a, a presentation to let them know kind of as a community uh, and as a stakeholder, here's what the UFA is, here's what we do. Um, 
here's how many people we are. These are the types of calls we run. All those sort of data points that might be interesting to them, they gather that, they digest it, and then they're asked to come back and give us what they think mm. from an external standpoint, what our strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and challenges are. From that, the next phase is for us to sort of formulate some goals. And that is also part of a gap analysis. So from where our employees and the external community and stakeholders feel we should be versus where we are, we'll set those goals and we'll figure out what the gaps are. And that kind of helps drive the, the, the action items yeah, what we work and the on. outcomes, right, that you're familiar with now as a, as a director yeah. of a division. Those are the things that you help us figure out. And then you kind of work on those things over the next 36 months. Mm. Do you remember how many people came to those last time? The, public? the community meetings? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a little bit different this year. Um, we're kind of, um, we're trying to consolidate and streamline some of this stuff. Uh, we held four community meetings last year. I think we averaged maybe 30 or 40 participants at each of those community meetings. So by all regards and, and accounts, it was a, a pretty good success. We had a diverse group at each of those community meetings mm. and we did it by, uh, by battalion. So this time I think we're going to try and streamline that and hold two meetings, one North, one South, still kind of invite the different community and stakeholder groups um, and get their inputs over a two day event for each of those meetings. Now, last time you had the advantage of not doing it during a pandemic so right. how is that impacting this whole process? Well, I think the pitch is going to be to offer them the ability to come and join us in an in-person setting, you know, maybe at, at one of our fire stations or, or here in the ECC at the boardroom, perhaps. Um, as long as we're still adhering to recommendations from the CDC and then, you know, probably the county, um, we will try and do that. And then we'll have to make everything Zoom ready or WebEx ready, if you will, for the people that are not comfortable enough to come and sit in a, in a, you know, a, an in-person venue, if you will. So we've got some options to think about. And I think the, the electronic means is going to present with some, some challenges. Yeah. Now, Cam, Matthew, I know from IO perspective, we've been working on um, cards. Do you want to talk mm -hmm. about that just a little bit about what we're going to try to do with that to get input? Yeah. So we we're planning on sending out community feedback cards, and then that would give them the option to go to our website, pull up the survey, and give us feedback that way that we can sort through. And I can work with uh, Operations Chief Dern to pick through which calls that we're going to be sending it to. And then that'll just give us another way to get feedback. So we'll set it up. Um, X type of call happens. Mm -hmm that person that received care or the family of that person will receive a card with the opportunity to give us feedback. Right. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. And then and that, are we passing those out to uh, our own firefighters at all? I'm not sure how that's going to go out, but it's important, I think, to note that that is a separate avenue um, for us to reach our, our community members to ask them to provide input. That is not necessarily formally part of Yeah of, you know, us asking them to attend a, a community meeting. Um, the questions I think that are going to be on that card that Cam was talking about, those are going to sort of lend themselves to, to, to getting us that input on identifying what the customer thinks our strengths, weaknesses, and opportunities are. Um, but that's more or less, you know, as you guys know, in IO, that's, that's a tool for you but we'll be able to extract data that helps us on the strategic planning yeah. side. So and it's if somewhat see related. something consistent, a troubled area or something. I think that would be yeah. a value. Yeah. A compliment. Patterns. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So what, where are we in that process and what's the next steps? Where are you guys going with this? So um, that's, that's kind of the reason we, we asked for this podcast. Um, it's, it's coming very soon. As I mentioned, we are building sort of the architecture of these surveys that are going to be sent out to all the divisions and um, all of the, the personnel in the, in the field. Um, and we ask that they participate in that either as an individual or if they feel more comfortable as a crew doing that while they're on shift. I anticipate that those surveys, once they get published out to everybody, they'll be open and they'll have access to those for a period of two to three weeks. Um, and we invite everybody to participate because that that feedback is really valuable. And that's what gives everybody kind of a sense of, of, hey, this is my UFA and I own, you know, my UFA and I'm, you know, stepping up to kind of point out what I think uh, of UFA today and, and where I want UFA to be in 36 months. So, so yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a good thing. Every three years we'll be doing this, but every three years things, things change. And uh, in accordance with what Chief Peterson wants to do every, every three years is kind of when he wants to renew the strategic plan. And so, and so far, I think it's been a, it's a, it's been a good frequency, if you will, to do that. Um, but um, it's also important to note too, that we will be sharing probably through the UFA website a copy of the 2018 to 2021 strategic plan. And the reason that we'll be resharing that is that there were, there are a lot of things in that last strategic plan that, um, that this department, all the people that wear the badge, all the people that work in divisions, um, all the civilian employees that are part of our organization, they made a lot of those things come to pass. So we've accomplished a lot of stuff and it's important, I think, for everybody to review that when it's available. Um, to see how valuable the strategic plan is and how we can visually see all the things that we've accomplished in a, in a consolidated document. So. Yeah, sure. Are there, I mean, you mentioned consolidating some of the uh, uh, public, I don't know what to call them, public meetings or um, are there other lessons learned from last go around and things that you, you've tweaked to this go around? Yeah, I, I'm sure. Um, thanks to the work of uh, Chief um, Fossum and obviously Chief Sokowski, They've really sort of set the table and, and gave us a template. We're we're looking to do a few tweaks, but I think by and large, um, the experience of Chief Fossum made it pretty simple for us to just take this sort of timeline and this process and just sort of refresh it, dust it off a little bit. And we will make a few tweaks. Again, the pandemic is going to kind of rule how we have to offer some of this and how we make contact with some of the folks that we want sure. inputs from. But um in the end, it will be uh, another product that all the divisions and all the ops personnel will have full access to. It will drive budgets. It'll dictate how we allocate resources. It'll be a useful tool for admin, for the field, for the divisions, and for our communities. Do you get input from like the board or elected officials inside cities as part of this? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we want to leverage the the liaisons that UFA has to all the communities that we serve. And they're going to help us extract those council persons, city managers, perhaps even some mayors, as well as business owners, school districts, you know, different things like that will be represented hopefully in these community groups. And it was a big success last time because we get all the perspectives for people that, uh, that have interest in what UFA does, or if they don't know what UFA is, they'll certainly learn about what the fire service does in this valley um, at the hands of UFA. So it was a great opportunity for us to teach and then also to get something back. 
We're going to be soliciting feedback from our peer agencies too, right, Chief? Uh, fire and police and EMS in the area that, that we work closely with. Yeah, and I think that's an important note um, to make here too, is we will, in a separate but similar format, reach out to all of our neighboring public safety agencies to include police and fire agencies. I think that'll be interesting just to check our self-awareness too. We take a lot of pride in our agency and I think it'll hold up obviously, but getting uh, that peer review will be interesting feedback. Yeah. And I think we have a great bunch of people um, working out there in the liaison group that are going to give us the great feedback from the communities and definitely the strong, strong partnerships we have in the field. Thanks to the ops folks. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, um, final message to to our folks out in the field, Chief Pilgrim. What what do, what do you want to say to them, and how do they get involved? No, I think this is a pretty important process. Um, it's important to get familiar with it if you aren't. Um, I know probably the the general population, you know, the firefighters on the ground that may not have a lot of applicability to them as they see it, but there's some pretty interesting stuff in there, and it really does drive how we end up providing our service to our communities, and it is your chance to really have a say in what we do in this organization. Um, so it's pretty important if you, if you go to the website now under the financial financial page, you'll find the strategic plan link. Um, I take a look at it and just be familiar with it and what's in there and, and what it's all about. I, I think we kind of misinterpret the meaning of the plan, but it really is what the communities value in us and what we want to do as an organization to not only meet their needs, but also be successful uh, to provide training for our employees, uh, resources, a lot of things you're seeing now that we're moving into, you know, the fitness standard, uh, mental health, all those things were brought up in the previous planning process. Uh, it takes time to get those things in motion, but because of those planning efforts and things that were identified, we're moving in that direction. So they do have a lot of say and input in what happens here. And so definitely encourage them to be involved and own the plan, own their components, even if it's particip- participating in a survey please, you know, take the time to do that because it's important stuff that we analyze and talk about as a committee and all those suggestions are, are put into motion once we, you know, we get the backing. So definitely be engaged. I think that's my message. Awesome. I'm just, I remember Chief Peterson telling me when I started here at UFA, because it was right after that process was completed, that the strategic plan makes us a smart agency. And that's what it feels like, like really know exactly what we should be doing, what we need to be doing. Um, but boy, I tell you where you are now and where you need to be in six months, it feels like a heavy lift. You guys ready for this? Yeah. You know, it's a year as, as you ask, you're looking around the room at the people here who are on the work group, but in reality, this is everybody's plan. And that's why it's important. Like Chief Pilgrim said to, to become involved because we're, we're literally just kind of coordinating and collecting and collating the inputs of all the people that really have a stake in this organization. So we're really just kind of orchestrating the stuff. We're the, we're the guy behind the curtain, so to speak, but everybody out there, it's their um, plan. It's their plan. Yeah. That yep. makes sense. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. Really appreciate you taking time to come in and talk about this. Looking forward to getting engaged with it um, quite a bit this time since I just missed it last time. So for Fully Involved, I'm Niall Easton. Until next time. From the Salt Lake Valley, this has been Fully Involved. Follow Unified Fire on social media and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Until next time, stay safe and thank you for listening.